I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with a caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 66 of Date Yourself Radio. My name is Veronica Grant, and I'm your host here, and I'm a love and life coach for smart, ambitious women who feel like they have it all except for that one thing. So if you're new to the show or if you've been listening for a while, I am so appreciative that you are here and I hope you are enjoying these episodes. I've been getting so many nice emails and Facebook messages and Instagram messages lately, and I just so appreciate it. And it means the world for me. But to be honest, I don't do this for me. I do this for for you. And so just hearing that feedback inspires me to keep going with the show and keep giving you the best content that I know how. So just so you know, a little heads up, if you've been listening to the show for quite a while, this episode is a repeat, Uh uh-oh, but it's with my dear friend, Casey Berglund. She is my business wife. If you've been following me for a while, then I'm sure you've heard me talk about her. She's been on the show a number of times, and she makes an appearance in my blog every now and then as well. And today, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite episodes that we did together. So last summer... I actually went to go visit her in her town in Calgary, uh, Canada, and we recorded four podcast episodes, and that was pretty much what I um, played. I think it was either in July or August. I can't remember at this point. And they're some of the most popular episodes, and so I wanted to bring it back because those episodes are now so old that I don't think you can get them 
if you're just on your iTunes player or Stitcher player. Um, but you can get to the older episodes by going to the link into the website. So I will give you that in just a second. But the episode that I'm going to bring to you today is about how to meet men and make friends as an adult. And just so you know, I'm recording this from my home and a really loud truck just went by. So if you heard it, then you know, you, you know why you know why so all the doors are closed, but it's loud. Anyways, so I want to talk a little bit about, um, or we're going to talk about how to meet men and to make friends as an adult, because it's a little different, you know, when you're in school growing up, or even in college, like everyone that you knew was in a pretty small uh, radius of you. But when we get older, and you kind of just get into your routines, and you go to work, and you're exhausted, and you have to actually like make more of an effort to meet people, it can be really, really hard. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode. But I wanted to break down three quick tips that you can do to start meeting both more men and more friends. And a lot of this is really what I've learned with my friendship with Casey. So the first thing is that you just have to put yourself out there. And that's really the bottom line. Friends don't necessarily just come falling from the sky and neither do men, despite what the song might suggest. It would It's a nice fantasy, but it doesn't really happen. And honestly, I can't remember who reached out first. So I actually met Casey through a business coach that we both worked with. And so we were in a Facebook group together. And I think I reached out to her first. But Casey, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure I just said, Hi, I've been following you online. I really like what you're doing. And let's set up a Skype date. And so that's pretty much what we did. And it's been business wife love ever since. So you have to put yourself out there, which means maybe reaching out to someone that you kind of know, but you'd like to know more and just asking for basically a friend date, a coffee date, or you have to reach out to that guy that looks cute on OkCupid or Tinder, or maybe you know a person through another person and you reach out to them and um, put yourself out there to, you know, grab coffee, to go do something together. And it's a little scary. It might be a little intimidating, but honestly, it's kind of what you have to do. And the second thing I've learned through um, being friends with Casey and also through my experience online dating is that online doesn't have to be sketchy. So Casey and I met online and, you know, through this business coach and we Skyped probably for about, um, over a year, just keeping in touch, sending emails, texts and all that kind of stuff. And then she was like, why don't you come to Calgary? And I was like, that sounds awesome. And so I did. And we met, that was the first time we ever met in person. And I stayed with her for like five days. And it was crazy. And people might think that's crazy. But she's, you know, she's a dear friend. And we met online. And so you can meet people, you can meet friends online, even Bumble has a friend side of their of their app. Um, Meetup is a great way to meet new people. Um, and obviously online dating is a great way to meet new people. So online dating, or excuse me, just online meeting people online, whether it's for dating or friends, doesn't have to be sketchy. And then the third thing that I've learned through my friendship with Casey and really just really any relationship, both my romantic relationship, but all my relationships with my friends and family is that you have to water that shit. Um, I am notorious for killing all of our plants. I cannot keep them alive either while they're too much or I don't water enough and it upsets Stevie if I don't water his plants and then they're not looking very happy if he's traveling and can't do it himself. But with friendships, just like with your basil or anything else you're trying to grow, you have to water it. So you have to nurture it. You have to send texts or emails to check in to see what's going on. You have to, um, you know, to be receptive, to be there for them and just continuing to, um, 
to give love and support to that friendship or that relationship. And that's the only way to continue making that relationship and connection grow stronger. So we're going to dive into into a little bit more of this in our episode and just one little backstory. So in in this episode, Casey talks about how she met a guy in the Starbucks line. And we talk about this in the episode, so you'll know what I'm talking about when you listen. But then we they exchange numbers and we may meet up with them in Banff. And at the time when we're recording this episode, we don't know if he'll follow through and we'll actually meet up with him in Banff. So we kind of left you hanging. So I will go ahead and tell you the ending of that story just because, you know, I obviously can't tell you because it's going to be already recorded. But we did not see Mr. Starbucks guy in Banff. He never followed through. But that's okay. No hard feelings here. Okay. And again, you'll understand what I'm mean when you listen to the episode. All right. So if you want to listen to the other episodes that are recorded with Casey, then you'll have to do that by going to my site. So you can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 28. That's the number two eight to listen to how we make big investments, both in our businesses, but also in our personal lives. And then you can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 29. And in that episode, we talk about how to have difficult conversations. So telling someone that you are interested in them and it feels very vulnerable or scary, or you just need to have the DTR or another difficult conversation around a need or a want or or a boundary that's not really uh, working very well. So that's episode 29. And then veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 30. This is our fourth episode, the last episode we did together. And this is about what being a strong woman means. And so it may not be what exactly what you think, because we don't really like the, the even the term of strong woman and that we have to be tough all the time. So we break that down a little bit and, and talk about what we really think it means to be a strong woman. So again, you can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 30. All right. So before we get to the episode with Casey, one final announcement that I have, and that is to remind you that the next month of May, it's all about a dating refresh. So I found working with dozens and dozens of women that most women don't actually know what they want in a relationship. They think they know they might have a perfect man list, but when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the day to day and how do they want the relationship to look and feel and actually fit into their ideal life, they're pretty much clueless. And the crazy thing is their strategy then is just to go out and date and cast net as wide as wide as it goes and then see what comes back. And doing that, it's like no wonder, well, dating feels exhausting and depressing and demoralizing. And I always use the car analogy or car shopping analogy with this because it's such a good analogy. Like you wouldn't just go out and say, hmm, I want to get a car and then go drive a truck one day and then drive a convertible the next day. Like, no, you would ask yourself some important questions and make some decisions ahead of time so that by the time you're actually going out and test driving cars and looking at cars, you're really only looking at this point at a few makes and models and makes the decision process and just the whole process of buying a car a lot easier and more simple. And that's what I want dating to be like for you. So let's do a dating refresh together and get you 100% clear on what you want in your ideal relationship. So get started by heading over to veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. And as soon as you sign up, I'm going to give you a short and easy assignment that you can do that will instantly help you get the clarity that you need so that you can have the relationship you actually want. And then later in May, we're going to gather for a live workshop where, where you'll get my personal support so I can help you get super clear. So if you have any questions or any concerns or things are confusing, I'll help you get even more clear on what you want in your ideal relationship. And then I'll teach you how to actually attract more of those 
types of relationships and men that have those qualities to you. And I'm going to also go over some red flags that I think you should look out for that a lot of people don't really talk about. And believe it or not, this is all 100% free. So to join, the link is veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. So go there and let's get you that dating refresh that you need. Okay, now let's go straight to my episode with Casey. So I'm super excited to have Casey. Casey, say hi. Woohoo! <laughs> it's it's so cool to we're actually like live together talking yes. right now. I can touch Veronica. It's yes. like fabulous. Yeah. So some of you all know I am in Calgary for a few days, and we are jamming out all four episodes probably like pretty close together, maybe in one day, two days. And it's just gonna be awesome. We have four topics that I'm just so excited to uh, get some of Casey's uh, insight on. And one thing that we've been talking a lot about for the couple days that I've been here so far is we mesh really well. And part of that is because we have very complementary strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. We're very, we're um, similar in, I think, our our values and, and mm-hmm. what we do, but my strengths, um, basically Veronica's strengths are not mine and my strengths are not necessarily yeah. yours, no, right? they're not. So <laughs> it's, it's been really cool to just chat about that and yeah. how I think we get along super well because of that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which basically describes my relationship with Stevie too. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. He's good at things that I'm terrible at and vice versa. So today's topic, which is probably definitely top three question that I get uh, in the Facebook group especially, but I think just generally is they're kind of related, but you know, there's still different areas of our life is how to meet friends when you're an adult or how to make <laughs> friends when you're an adult and also where to meet men and... Yeah. Casey is, so I'm much more introverted, right? Mm-hmm. I need a lot of alone time and downtime. Um, I love talking to people. I love hanging out with people, but it drains me. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. energize me. Like mm-hmm. it energizes you. Whereas Casey literally meets people in Starbucks lines and she's going to tell a story. Actually, <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I'm, you know, if anyone knows the like Myers-Briggs typing, I'm extremely extroverted, like 96% extroverted. I need to take that test. Yeah. You still need to take it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I can peg exactly what your typing would be. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, but yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm quite extroverted. And so as a solopreneur who works from home, I learned really quickly that it's important for me to get out in public and to Mm -hmm. be around people. And I naturally love, 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 almost the challenge of making strangers, my friends, or trying to find the connection or breaking the ice. I love breaking the ice Mm -hmm. and uh, it's super fun for me. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I make friends anywhere, everywhere. And I love it. Have you always been like that? Mm, Good question. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Cool. So what I hope to get out of this episode is for those of you who might be more in my camp, um, team introverted, (laughs) hashtag team introverted. Just kidding. Um, I like it. (laughs) So I want to basically, I want Casey to share some of her stories of how she's met both friends and men that you've dated. Um, and then maybe I can like decode it and translate it to the introverted people. So, so you all can still get some actionable steps from this episode. So should we start with friends or we start yeah. with men? Friends. Friends. Okay. Yeah. So tell me how you make friends now. Um, I think that I'm 
always open to the opportunity of making friends wherever I am. And maybe I'll share with you a couple of stories. So I have two extremely close, like soul sister friends, um, one named Ev and one named Alyssa. And each of them I met in kind of just these like random circumstances. So Ev was an amazing hairstylist in the city that I lived in, Edmonton, Alberta, about three hours north of Calgary. And I had gone to get my hair cut and she was chopping off my hair and we were chatting and we were actually chatting about men. I think at the time (laughs) she had just moved to this province from Quebec, which is one of the French Canadian speaking um, provinces. And we just got in this great conversation And I found that while she was cutting my hair, I was thinking like, this chick is cool and very different from other hairstylists I've chatted with. Mm. And we just made this awesome connection and she did a fabulous job with my hair and I left and I was like, wow, that was a great haircut. But as I was driving home, I was like, man, I really thought that girl was cool. And I was like, I should just call the salon and tell her that because she should know how sweet she is. And I did. And I called the salon and it was quite funny because I think her manager answered the phone and I asked to speak with Ev and the manager was like, Oh my goodness, was there something wrong with your haircut? Like, do you need to come in and get it fixed or what can we do to make? And I was like, no, 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 no. I just like, I really want to make that girl my friend. (laughs) And and I, uh, so the manager was like, okay, yeah, sure. And she put Ev on the phone and I was like, so you just cut my hair. And I love it. Don't worry. There's nothing wrong with it. I totally love it. But I so appreciated the conversation that we had. And since you're new to Calgary, like I would just love if we went out for coffee together, that would be great. And she was like, oh my God, sweet, let's. And we exchanged numbers and then I hung up the phone and I was like, oh my goodness, I hope that she knows that like, this is like a friend date that, I, you know, like <laughs> you never know. Right. I'm like, maybe she, cause I, I'm straight. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. anyway, that c- crossed my mind. But like afterwards we talked about, it and she's like, Oh no, it's, it was so cool because you know, where she's from, she's from a really like kind of friendly small town community too. She's like, I would totally do that. But not many people do that where you mm-hmm. kind of call up a stranger and ask if you want to be friends and go out for coffee. And so we did, we had a coffee and maybe a walk and we just chatted and chatted and chatted. And that turned into, I think a beer and a burger at a pub. And then we became really, really close friends. Um, and in fact, it's probably been five or six years since. And I went to visit her in Vancouver last weekend for her, I think, 30th birthday. And it was super fun. And we've developed this really nurturing, amazing, warm friendship. That's so, awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. I tell it all the time. Whenever we meet someone new together, I'm like, oh, and here's how we met. Or when people <laughs> ask, it's it's fun to share. Um, yeah. And then my other friend, Alyssa, is something similar. Um, I think I maybe prey on people who are new to a city because I'm like, <laughs> I want you to feel so comfortable and worthy. And, you know, that kind of ties back to really mm-hmm. my mission and what I do is just helping people feel so welcome and important and mm-hmm. cared for. Um, so... Alyssa was new to the city that I was in too. And we were just working at a coffee shop. We kind of still argue about who, like who initiated the conversation. I swear it's me. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, we were just doing some work on our laptops mm-hmm. um, and the internet wasn't working at this coffee shop. And so I asked her, I'm like, is your internet working? And she was like, no. And then we talked about what she was working on and what brought her to Edmonton and, 
Um, and basically we sat there just visiting for a while and then we were like, okay, we both need to get this work done and we need to go where there's internet. And I was like, well, there's chapters down the street. Um, and do you want to just come with me there and we'll find some internet and we'll do work. And so we went, uh, we went there and the internet was working. And by the end of that afternoon, we had bought these like Groupon yoga, pa- I don't know. Do you have Groupon? And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, these like Groupon yoga passes to go to this studio and do yoga together. Mm-hmm. And so that was how that friendship started. And, you know, Alyssa and I have since traveled to Southeast Asia together. She's like just a, a really important woman in my life. And, uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Those are great stories. Um, and the thing is, is even as someone who's introverted and kind of shy like me, I like, I could actually see myself like doing something like that. You know, mm-hmm. if I, cause when I think about when I don't do that kind of stuff, like I thought someone is cool or there's someone who I could have easily started a conversation with. Um, it's usually because I'm in some story in mm-hmm. my head. Um, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, they're going to think I'm weird or I'm not going to know what to say, or it's going to be awkward or they're not going to be my friend, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what holds me back and not so much the introvertedness, um, fear of rejection, fear of rejection. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the essence. And I think even for me, uh, very recently I had to distinguish between what being shy was and what being introverted mm-hmm. was. And I think shy is really just about lack of confidence and fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Whereas being introverted just simply means I need to be by myself to energize myself. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, you know, just playing on what, what you just said prior to that, I guess like it's more been in recent years where I've really worked on and invested in myself in gaining confidence or just like being comfortable with who I am. Mm -hmm. And it's in that space of being comfortable with who I am, that it's a lot easier to go and do that stuff because you can kind of like knit those stories in the butt and think, what do I have to lose? And if you feel like you're coming at it from a place of worthiness, Mm -hmm. then it's like, I can add value to you and you can add value to me. And the worst that could happen is we realize we're not that good of a friend fit mm-hmm. and it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't happen, but if you don't, if you don't try, you'll never make those connections. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, I could totally see myself, you know, just getting on my story and making the phone call to like that cool hairstylist mm-hmm. or whatever. And I've actually heard other stories, people talking about how they made a friend and they, said, Oh, I was my spin instructor. I just thought was so cool. I asked her on a coffee friend date or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now they're like BFFs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've definitely heard that before. And maybe that's something that I will push myself to do and just realize that for me to do that, like it will take more energy and it probably will drain me more. So knowing that if I am going to make such a friend move, mm-hmm. then I need to probably do something a little bit more restorative and by myself afterwards. Right. You know, so I probably shouldn't put too much stuff like that at once on me because that does drain me. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I want friends. Mm-hmm. And there's this book that I've been meaning to read. It's called MWF Seeking BFF, which is Mary White Female Seeking BFF. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard a lot of people reading that book. And so that's definitely on my list. So I can't really talk about the book, so to speak. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I think your stories are really inspirational for me as the introvert. And then I hope I was helping to like kind of break it down a little bit to some maybe more introverted people 
listening. And also if you are listening and you just say you're introverted, I really question that. Are you introverted or are you, are you, um, or you just shy. Mm-hmm. And if you're shy, remember that's not being introverted. Yeah. And, and it's something that if, if you, if the shyness holds you back. So if the shyness you realize is keeping you from having the social network that you want, then there's pieces of that that you can practice. So I will say mm-hmm. that it's not like I don't have fear or don't get nervous. Mm-hmm. It's just being, you just do it anyways, being comfortable <laughs> with the uncomfortable mm, and doing it yeah. anyways. And also that mantra, I don't like practice makes perfect, but I like practice makes progress. Mm. And you know, the more you kind of try it and see, and often you get pleasantly surprised by the result. Because other people want friends too, because everyone totally. thinks it's hard to make friends as an adult. And it is, you have to put effort. And what else I really like about your stories is these things didn't just fall into your lap. Right. Oh, I could have easily you just, left the hair salon mm-hmm. and not made a phone call. And yeah, you made it happen. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Um, and one thing I talk about in terms of meeting men is creating serendipitous moments mm-hmm. um, and not just <laughs> waiting for like fate to knock on your door, mm-hmm. which maybe if you're an anomaly or one of the lucky few, maybe that does happen. You know, mm-hmm. your mailman just happened, literally knocks, knocks on your door and is like, you know, mm-hmm. the person you end up with, maybe that happens. Yeah. Um, but for most of us, you know, I think creating serendipitous moments is the best way to meet men and make friends. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you have another friend story or should we go into? Let's talk about men. Okay. <laughs> because Casey has some good stories that I'm really excited to share. Um, and I just want to talk about meeting men just for a second before we get into to Casey's stories. One story happened literally like three days ago, which I'm while I was waiting to pick up Veronica from the airport. It felt (laughs) so hilarious to me because I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for my dating coach friend. (laughs) She she might be walking in right now, but let me buy you your coffee first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're gonna get to that story. Um (laughs) but but first I want to just say a couple things because this is again, like I said, one of the biggest questions, main questions I get um from women in the community. And it's also the most difficult for me to answer because I think that if you're, okay, so tough love here. If you're asking that question, then you're not really looking um, and you're waiting for things to happen to you and to some extent, and, and there's an opportunity there for you to take some more responsibility to meet the people that are around you. Because I actually, this, this question came up in a, um, a, some in the Q and a and beside my dating mindset bootcamp. And I said something, which I didn't even, it's something I said, and it stuck with Casey. And the thing that I said was, what did I say? See, I don't know. Okay. Remember. So I was the one that asked the question, I think. Oh, you asked the I'm question? I'm pretty sure okay. I asked the question. Okay. And I was in a, I was in a weird space at that point where I was just like spending all my time in my house, which obviously isn't that great for an extrovert to mm-hmm. be alone all the time. And, um, and I think it was a simple question of like, where, where do you meet men? Okay. I do remember you asking that question yeah. now. It was you. And yeah. Veronica's response was men are where you are. And I was like, huh, of course. Right. Like yeah. they're at the Canadian, oh, can, I'm going to throw out some Canadian references <laughs> here. Okay. Canadian tire. I was going to say, it's like a, you know, tire shop, home Depot. Sort of thing. Do you have home Depot? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's an American. Oh, company. of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I say things sometimes I'm like, I'm, take it back. So yeah, they're, they're everywhere, right? Like they're mm-hmm. at the yoga studio that you go to and they're at home Depot and they're, 
on the street when you're walking down the street and they're at the Starbucks line. They're at the Starbucks line. Yeah, they are. And they're online too. It's not just, you know, the weird creepers that are online. Online is a very, in my opinion, if you're busy and maybe if you are more introverted and shy like me, then uh, online is a great way to meet people. We're not going to do too much on online dating. That'll be Mm -hmm. another time, another place. But Mm -hmm. um, there's one thing I wanted to say before your story. And I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Oh, I know. The other thing that I want to say is before we get into Casey's story about how she met this Australian, another little teaser, um, is, uh, so it's true. Men are everywhere you are. And also think about the quality of place that you are at. So if you are mm-hmm. looking for a one night stand hookup, then a good place probably to be is at the bar at two thirty AM with all the other people who are experiencing FOMO, which is fear of missing out for those of you unfamiliar with that acronym. Um, whereas if you are looking for a serious relationship, a longer term relationship, then, you know, being at the bar at three fifteen AM thinking maybe your soulmate will walk in the door at three forty five AM in the morning, probably not like the best use of your time or energy. Not impossible, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. Things happen, but you know, again, like probably not really the best. So, you know, think about the type of relationship that you want. And this is really what I, you know, work with my clients to do and then start doing those things, start going to those places. Now, even if you're not going to, you know, the bars at two or 3am in the morning, I know there's women here who are single moms and, you know, maybe you're doing that, but maybe I know a lot of you aren't Um, still, I mean, what are you, where are you going And where are you talking to the men that you're already seeing at these places that you naturally go to in your everyday life? Mm -hmm. Now with that, Casey, story time, story time. Okay. (laughs) So we're, we're doing the Starbucks story. Oh, you've got that other really great story too. And I've got a few stories, but I want to talk about the one that you, we talked about offline, which one, the gym guy. Yes. Because that's going to be a really good way to bring up, answer the question of, what if I get rejected? Yeah. So okay. we'll, um, so t- talk about the Starbucks first. Starbucks first. Okay. Yes. Um, so like three days ago from when this is being recorded right now, I, mm-hmm. so was that- like about a month ago from when this will go live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had gone to the Calgary airport to pick Veronica up for us to meet face to face for the first time after being online buddies for over a year. Yes. Wait, can I just say something really funny? Sure. Okay. This is not about the story, but I was in line at customs and <laughs> this is like really not related, but it's just really funny. Like on how like I said, Stevie, uh, Casey and I, you know, are seeing each other in the flesh for the first time. He was like, you know, I was being questioned by the customs guy and he was like, what are you here for? And I said a little bit of business and just vacationing. And then he said, um, then he's, well, I guess then he asked like, who, where was I staying? And I said, I'm staying with a friend. And, um, somehow he asked me like, how do you, Oh, how do you know this person? I said, through online, (laughs) we had the same business coach. (laughs) And he's like, so have you met this person in person before? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And then he says, and where are you staying? And I said, at her house. And he says, where's that? And I have like, 
I have no idea. It's in Calgary somewhere. It was just really funny <laughs> because I was just like all the stigma that's that there, it just shows that there is still a stigma, I think, around meeting people online, although I don't believe there should be. And whether it's yeah. friends, business partners, romantic partners. Um, so I just wanted to share that really funny. So far, was, Veronica hasn't tried to kill me. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're safe. Um, so that was just really funny because like just the way that he asked all those questions, it sounded like, super sketchy. And it was just like, whatever. It's awesome. So, okay, so while this was going on with Veronica, like on the other side of the doors, <laughs> I had just parked and gone in and, and um, was, I don't know, sending you a message. We were using WhatsApp because uh, that's helpful for travelers to, mm-hmm. to kind of connect with one another when you don't have, you know, local data. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just messaging Veronica and like, you know where you're at. I, I'm right where you'll be coming out. You should be able to see me. No problem. Um, and she was like, Oh, I'm just waiting in customs. So I'm thinking, Oh, it'll be, it'll be a while yet because there was, I think six flights that were coming in at the same time and coming through those mm. same doors. So I assumed mm-hmm. that it was pretty busy. So I just uh, said, yeah, you want, there's a Starbucks right behind me. I'm going to grab an, a coffee. Do you want a coffee or a tea or something? She's like, yeah, you know, like an herbal tea would be great. So perfect. I was like, I almost said no tea because I felt bad about um, putting you out. You know what I mean? Like just making me. And then you were like, I need me. to learn how to receive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's actually what went through. I was like, I was like, wow, a tea really does sound nice. But I was like, oh, I don't really want to put her out. Not even about like the $2 that the tea costs, but just like, oh, you have to go stand in line. It's like an effort. And, and for the record, it's such a gift to be able to purchase someone a coffee or a tea. It's never, ever, ever putting someone out. So, <laughs> so I, was I was so happy. But I was you. like, you know, I'm going to practice being like, yeah, I actually would really like a tea right now. And so I said that. So maybe it's all part of the, yeah, the, totally. grand, the grand well, plan. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that all plays into okay, your... Anyways, yeah. back to the story. Okay, sorry. Um, so, Starbucks. <laughs> um I was just going to make a bad, is that an American company sort of joke? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just based on what I was saying before. Of course it is. (laughs) So I was in line at Starbucks um, about toward this tea and I saw this like really attractive man walk by with his bag and I kind of made eye contact with him and then didn't think too much of it. And then before I knew it, he was standing behind me in line at this, at Starbucks. And uh, I think this will be funny if I ever do connect with him again, (laughs) but he, so he's standing behind me. I'm waiting in line. Definitely in my mind, I was like, wow, there's a very attractive man standing behind me. And so I just said to him, I was like, oh, where are you coming in from? And in his like hot Australian accent, (laughs) told me where he was from. And I was like, oh, great, cool. Like, is this your first time in Canada? Have you been here before? And he said that he'd lived out in the mountains for a couple of years, um, a bit ago, and he's just coming back for a visit for a couple of weeks. And, uh, and then we went on to chat a bit and he asked like where I was coming from, like, Oh no, I'm here. And I'm, I'm picking up my, my friend, Veronica, we're kind of a similar awkward story to your, your story with the customs guy. Like we haven't actually met, but we've kind of met, we kind of know each other. We're business owners. And he asked me what I did for business. And I told him and, you know, like, uh, just nutrition and wellness consulting. And, and then he asked what she did. And I'm like, Oh yeah, she's this amazing dating mindset coach. And it was, he's like, Oh, interesting. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we just had this nice little conversation and connected. And then it was my turn to order our drinks. And so I got my coffee and my tea and 
the ladies behind the till, I felt like they were a little inefficient and unorganized, but they were, you know, they were doing their job. And then one of the ladies asked this fellow behind me what he would like, and he ordered an Americano too. And then I was about to pay and I was like, I'd really like to pay for his coffee as well. Like, um, yeah, I just wanted to pick up his coffee. And it was like, it turned out to be a really awkward request because I totally confused the girls at the tail. They're like, oh, so you want two Americanos? And I was like, well, no, like he just ordered an Americano. I had one and then the tea and I just want to pay for his coffee. And they're like, oh, so, but you only have one Americano. And it turned into this whole big spiel. And so he's standing behind me being like, are you sure? Like, are you, are you good? And, and we were kind of chuckling because it was like a pretty simple request, I thought, but it was turned into this huge deal. And so eventually I said something like, man, and you might want to, you might have to pay for your own coffee. This is, this might not work out, but I'm going to try. And I'd really like to do this. And I just like stuck with my guns and it all worked out. I paid for his coffee. We <laughs> laughed about it. Um, and he thanked me and, and thought it was sweet and whatever. And then, yeah, he was just asking what we were planning to do while Veronica was visiting. And I was talking about business stuff, but then also taking, taking you out to see the mountains in Canmore and Banff and just spend some time in the Rockies. And this guy, that's what he was planning to do. And so he's like, well, it'd be awesome to, to catch up if you guys do decide to come to the mountains or, you know, like I'm here till next weekend. And, um, yeah, let me know. And I was like, great. Like, how can I best connect with you? Cause he was traveling and he's like, well, probably Facebook's the best way and Facebook messenger. And he, we, you know, shared each other's names and he added me on Facebook and, and that was that. And then I was like, okay, cool. Nice to meet you. That was like fast and furious and like, just awesome. How long did that whole interaction? Less than 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could have been quicker had there been like <laughs> a little more efficiency behind the tail, but part yeah. of me is glad for the the kind of funny awkwardness because it created a, a good little story. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fine. And, you know, I think for me, my mindset going into that is if you come at it from a mindset of there is an opportunity to bring value to people and to receive, like to have a win-win sort of connection wherever you go and it can happen anywhere. And if I just put my head down and silently do my thing and go grab my coffee and, and think to myself, man, he was cute. And, oh, wow. I'd like to meet someone like that. You know, like we can say Mm -hmm. that sometimes like, Ooh, I'd like to whatever. And it's like, there's an opportunity to, but you just have to kind of take the step. Mm -hmm. And for me, like also not attaching to the outcome. I have Mm -hmm. no attachment. I, I, I think like I have met a lot of men since I've been single after being in long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of them have turned into good friends. Some of them, like I play on their ball teams and it's like, if you take away the attachment of it, having to be your soulmate from that first meeting, Mm -hmm. um, it can just be less pressure and more fun. Mm -hmm. And maybe it turns into something and maybe it doesn't, you know? And I feel like I've had, um, experiences similar to this one in the Starbucks line, gosh, more than a couple of times, even in the last couple of weeks. And I've met some really, really great people who are wonderful and who I value. And, you know, like who knows what happens. And mm-hmm. certainly my intention and hope is to have a long-term partner for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and to experience all the joys of what that brings. Um, but, you know, I also, 
I also think that even if that doesn't happen, there can be value in that relationship in some way or another. And you don't have to think 50 steps ahead, but instead just be present with right now. And I think that's what, what works for me. And I, Mm -hmm. again, practice makes progress. So the more times you kind of put yourself out there, you can gain some confidence Mm -hmm. from that experience. Yeah. I love that. It's so true. Everything you said. So then I, so then I WhatsApp, I WhatsApp Veronica and I'm like, so I just picked up a guy in the Starbucks line while I'm waiting for my dating coach friend to come. Like, you should be proud of me right now. I'm like, that's so Casey. (laughs) We'll make that like a verb. Like I'm going to do a Casey. Hashtag. That's so Casey. Hashtag. That's so Casey. Um, (laughs) yeah, I, I love that story. And I think what's, nothing is coming to mind in particular when I've done things like that. Um, but I, I can relate to the feeling of like going a little bit out on a limb and regardless of what happens, just being like, Oh my God, I freaking did that. Like mm-hmm. it feels awesome. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times we get paralyzed and stuck in the fear of the, what might happen or what might not happen. Mm-hmm. And, and we're afraid, you know, of being rejected, of course. And that's definitely probably the number one fear, a very real fear. I mean, mm-hmm. reject, we're not, we're wired to not like rejection, which I talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that what you don't realize until you actually do it is how good and accomplished you feel after you do something that's a little bit out of your zone or out of your mm-hmm. comfort zone, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't even matter what happens yeah. from it. Totally. You're just like, that was badass. Yeah. Um, Yeah, totally. Okay. So now then, so the reality is if you, you know, hit on someone or like pick up someone, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) they could be in a relationship. They could Mm -hmm. be not interested. They could be a jerk, like a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely reality. So I don't want to just pretend like every person you pick up is going to be amazing. Awesome. Like this Australian guy who knows though, he might have a girlfriend. I don't like, I'm assuming yeah. not, but it still could be true. Right. Exactly. Cause we haven't gone to Banff yet. So we, we haven't at this point of recording, we don't know if we're going to see, we Australia. might need to update you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we will update you. We'll update you in the Facebook group. So if you're not in it, head over to Veronica grants.com forward slash community. Good so plug. I like so that. You can, I like uh, how you did that. <laughs> so you can, um, a join the amazing community of awesome women, but then also here if we met Mr. Australia um, (laughs) in Banff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this next story Casey has is uh, a really awesome story. I'm not not even going to go right into it. I'm not even going to like give you a teaser because it's really Mm -hmm. amazing. Okay. Go Mm -hmm. for it. So I had been really focusing on my personal physical fitness Um, at the time that this sort of occurrence happened. Um, Last year, I'd gotten off of breaking my wrist and my elbow snowboarding in the mountains. And uh, prior to that, I was doing, you know, a lot of yoga and things, but I, I hadn't been doing a lot of these like focus strengthening exercises in the gym. So this, this break, this injury I had really got me back into the gym and I was pretty committed to going to the gym regularly and rekindled my love for strength training, which I think is super empowering to do as a woman. Um, so anyway, my stories can sometimes be long and sometimes I have additional details that maybe you don't need, but eh, it sets the stage. It sets the, sets the stage. <laughs> It all started with an injury. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I'd been going to the gym for a while and, and I started to notice, um, you know, again, a few months after I had gotten out of a, a long-term relationship, I noticed this guy that went to the gym at the same time that I did. And I thought he was just like, I, I mean, everything kind of starts with physical attraction, right? Like mm-hmm. before you make that first icebreaker conversation or whatever, mm-hmm. it's attractive or not. Mm-hmm. Um And so, yeah, whether you like it or not, that's kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was attracted to this guy and and I, and also like you meet someone in the gym and it's like similar values, right? Yeah. I really value health and someone who is consistently there at least three or four times a week, it's like, wow, you know, he must value his health as well. And that Mm -hmm. could mean a lot of other things. Yeah. So that was cool. And I just noticed him and I, it was actually great motivation for me to keep strength training. Cause I would, I would go and we'd be there at the same time. And I was super nervous around him just because I was really attracted to him. And so months went by probably like four months of us working out at the same time and having like little tiny conversations, just like pretty surface level, um, nothing crazy. And there was a moment, like a week where I was like, okay, I like, I need to, I need to like ask him out for coffee or something. And I would kind of pep talk myself and then I'd go and I wouldn't do it. And I'd be like, damn it. Like I didn't, ah, come on, Casey, get your, get your shit together. I hesitated there. You can cuss. Okay, great. There's an explicit. (laughs) Don't give me permission because it'll, once it starts, it's hard to stop. Um, I don't want to offend any listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. (laughs) Sometimes we offend people. Can't help it. Um, so yeah, I had to kind of pep talk myself for like a full week. I'd go in and be like, okay, I just, I really want to ask this guy out. And then, um, this one day I went into the gym and I was doing some yoga in a side room and he just happened, it was just me in this little room and he just happened to walk in and it was just me and him in this small little room. Like I was doing yoga and he was stretching and I was like, oh my God, universe, like this is my chance. I know this is my chance. And we started to chat a little bit. And then right when I was about to have the guts to like say something or see if it could go further, um, one of the trainers walked in with her client and they started like doing stuff. And I was like, damn it. And then he left and I was like, oh my goodness, I, I failed again, basically. Um, anyway, so I finished up and was talking to some of the people at the front, front desk of the gym who have become my friends. And, uh, he, passed behind me. I didn't even realize he was still there, but he'd changed and was ready for work and had passed behind me and like left. And I watched him cross the street. And I said to the the people behind the desk at the gym, I was like, uh, one second, I need to ask that guy out on a date. And I like ran across the street to the like boulevard where the light was. Um, and it was really uncomfortable, but exhilarating at the same time. And I was like, so, um, do you, do you want to hang out sometime? And it was kind of awkward and clumsy. And he looked at me and he's like, uh, well, I'm actually seeing someone. And I was like, okay, great. See you in the gym. And I ran back across the street (laughs) and went into the, the like lobby of the gym or whatever. And, um, of course the ladies behind the desk were like, so like what happened? I'm like, he's taken. And and they're like, Casey, that was so gutsy. Like, how did you just do that? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it was. And I don't even care at this point. Like now I know now I can move on. Like it's okay. Um, and and it felt super, super empowering. And 
luckily I think I've done, I've done enough work on my own self-worth that I didn't spin into like, Oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough or I'm not strong enough mm-hmm. or whatever sort of crazy stories you can create. Because yeah. the truth of it was he was in a relationship and that's it. That's all like mm-hmm. nothing else. Just objectively. That was the truth. Yeah. And I tried and I knew, and I was rejected and great, whatever. I love that story. Yeah. That's yeah. a great story. There you go. And do you still see him in the gym now? I go to a different gym. <laughs> that's, that's not the reason why, but yeah, I did see him in the gym for quite a few months after, and we'd actually gotten into other conversations. Like, I think it was the thought crossed my mind, like, oh my goodness, I can't go to the gym anymore, which I think lots of ladies do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, you know what? It's totally fine. Like, this doesn't mean anything. I'm going to go do my thing and probably see him. And and we did. And I continued to have conversations with him and chat with him. Um, and I realized actually after that, that he was really hard to have a conversation with. And I got almost got to know him more and my attraction for him really kind of declined because I felt like the like substance that I was looking for wasn't really there. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of an interesting thing that I learned too. Um, hmm. Yeah. And then eventually I just started going to a different kind of group. I needed a little change up and I started going mm-hmm. to a different space. Yeah. I love that story. <laughs> it's so good because I think that's ultimately what most people will fear, like some sort of rejection, mm-hmm. whatever the reason is. Mm-hmm. And that just shows, okay, yeah, like he was in a relationship. Well, and I feared the rejection too, which is what held me back from what took me so long to just mm-hmm. make a move. Um, mm-hmm. And also the fear of, uh, I guess, kind of gender stereotypes too. Sometimes I think mm-hmm. I've, I've heard from men uh, a couple of times that like that whole statement of, oh, you're kind of intimidating. And that like is such a trigger for me because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just being me. Like, do I have to make That's myself? Their own. That's their totally, own Totally. Totally. Right. It's their stuff. But it, it like hits you. It, mm-hmm. it still hits you, even though like I know that. I just gained awareness about how um, in the past I would make myself small or make myself seem less confident to try and make other people feel better. Mm-hmm. And it was like soul sucking, right? Yeah. We all just want to be our true authentic selves and be able to show up in that space. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway. Yeah. And, and I think a really good way to close out this conversation is a lot of times we will say kind of whether you're talking about like maybe asking a guy out, like you see a mm-hmm. cute guy or a guy in the Starbucks line or in the gym, or there's something going on in someone you're dating and you're just not, you're staying in this, in this, uh, almost this comfort zone of the mind spinning. Cause mm-hmm. even though we don't like the mind spinning and even we don't like the obsession, it's, safe. it's, totally it's a safe, safe place to be in because, um, you're, you're not setting yourself up to get rejected, but really you're rejecting yourself, right? Because you're not giving yourself the opportunity or the belief that you can have what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, and I, and I love, and this is something I always push for, you know, people in the community or my clients is to just get to a point where it's a very clear, where there's a clear path, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you can kind of see the path, but not really, you can feel very lost and confused and, it's like when you get stuck in the status quo and just kind of like the mundaneness of dating and relationships. But when you can, you know, either put yourself out there asking mm-hmm. a guy or having a um, difficult conversation, which actually will be another conversation that we're going to have mm-hmm. for this little date yourself 
radio gone on summer break series. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about how to have hard conversations with people. Um, but it gives you like a very clear, like, okay, yeah, I'm on the right path or mm, I need to go to mm-hmm. another path. But even if, if that's what the option is, like you have to go another path because you got rejected for whatever you asked for or whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, like you kind of said it, like it clears up space. So now you can like, right. Like think about somebody else. You can like crush on someone else or you can like see someone else on Tinder or whatever. Um, and you're not thinking there's not this guy in the back of your head, because I really believe that it's really hard to energetically put more, more attention on attention onto more than one person. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, I don't know. I think when it's all very new, like, and when you're just meeting, maybe, maybe you meet sometimes when it rains, it pours, like maybe you meet three guys in a week. Mm -hmm. And I think in that space at the very beginning, it's totally fine until you get to know them a little bit, mm-hmm. but then yeah. like you have to kind of choose where your energy goes. If it's going to be, if it's going to develop into something more than just a fun little uh, conversation mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What's but, that, yeah. what's that quote or that phrase that says where your attention flows, your energy flows, or is it the other where way the around? My, uh, where the attention mind. goes, energy flows, where energy goes, attention, no, where attention goes, I think. It's something like that. Like basically There's lots of variations of that. Yeah. Basically saying that we're getting a little off topic from meeting men, but I think though <laughs> <laughs> there's been a few little like redirects. <laughs> but I think speaking I, of clear path, no. Yeah. No, but okay, so let's just like wrap that point up, which is basically like um putting yourself out there, hitting on a guy I don't know like the word hitting, but like um either. like Opening yourself, opening up yourself someone. up to someone. Like I think a big fear is like this idea of rejection, and we have to talk about it because I can't just stick your hand in the or head in the sand and pretend like it doesn't exist. Um, but you know, if you do something like this, like get out of your comfort zone, you get rejected. Well, that's actually really good news because then you can just move on to the next totally. thing rather than get hung up on this one guy at the gym you see every single day or the same guy you see at the Starbucks line or or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So okay, before we wrap up. Any other final thoughts on meeting friends or yeah, and actually BFFs or BFs, I guess. <laughs> well, it actually kind of goes. Uh, I had a, a thought when you were talking about like having a path to go on when you're um, looking to open yourself up to meeting friends or meeting men or whatever, um, and that's it helps to have guidance, you know. And I think one of the things that is super valuable that you do, Veronica, is you create this path for women to explore how to show up in relationship, period. You know, like, yeah, date yourself and treat yourself the way you want to be treated and attract high quality men is like all stuff that you talk about. And you certainly talk about um, things like rejection and all these things. But ultimately, it's creating a bit of a path for women to help navigate what's going to work for them. And sometimes I think, in the realm of relationships, we kind of just, yeah, throw everything out to the universe and say, I have zero control and there's nothing I can do. And if I meet someone, I meet someone, which Mm -hmm. I used to have that mindset. But what I've learned from you is that there are actions or even shifts in mindset that we can actively take. And when we have guidance and support from a community or someone who like really digs into this stuff and makes it comfortable and okay to talk about, it's a lot easier to 
deal with rejection and it's a lot easier to put yourself out there and it's a lot easier when you feel supported. Mm -hmm. So I think as someone who's, you know, obviously known you as a, as a business friend, but also really involved myself in some of your work and your programs, Mm -hmm. it's super valuable. Yeah. Cause Casey is in my program. Yeah. Everyone. The dating mindset bootcamp. So, yeah. And it's yeah. totally fun, you yeah. know, but it's, I think dating is one of those things where mm-hmm. it's like, Ooh, you know, is this something that I'm worthy to invest in? You know, like, is it, is, it what's the clear outcome? Like, can I mm-hmm. actually control getting into a long-term relationship? And you know what? I think that there's, there's definitely tangible action you can take. And it's super helpful to have a community and a coach to support you on that journey. Mm-hmm. And it's more fun that way too. Yeah. So, um, Yeah another little plug for you and and the Facebook community and everything. Like there's so much value in uh, having sweet people around to support your journey. Awesome. I think that's a good way to close out episode one of the date yourself summer series (laughs) next week. We will be back. What are we talking about next week, Casey? Uh, Oh God, we talked about this before. What are we talking about? I will, I will say, I remember. Okay. (laughs) We are talking about, Work-life balance. Oh, yes. Talking shop a little bit, but not too much shop, but more of just like how we balance. Yeah. Getting work and life and self-care and treating ourselves well. Hey, Veronica here. And before you go, I have an important question for you. Do you know what you want? Like, do you really, really know what you want in your ideal relationship? And I'm not talking about a perfect man list. I'm talking about, do you know how you want your ideal relationship to look and feel like in your everyday life? Do you know how your relationship will fit into your desired lifestyle? And if you haven't asked yourself those questions, then there's a good chance that dating does feel exhausting and ineffective and like a crappy second job that's actually costing you money. So think of it this way. How would you go about it if you're going to buy a car? Would you show up at Ford one day and test drive a truck and then Dodge the next day and test drive a minivan and then Volvo the next day and test drive a convertible? No way. That sounds crazy and it sounds ineffective and like a huge waste of time. But the truth is that's how many women date and look for love. So when you're looking to buy a car, you might consider your needs. Like, do you have to schlep around a bunch of kids or do you live where there's lots of snow and ice and you need all-wheel drive? You have to consider your wants. Do you want to be able to put a bike rack on the back of your car or do you want an eco-friendly car? And then what stage of life are you in? Do you want this car to last forever and be your child's first car one day? Or are you at a point where you're not really taking around kids anymore and you want something fun like a convertible? There's no wrong answer here, but these are all really important questions that you ask yourself before you waste time going to every single dealership in town. But we don't do this when we look for a relationship until we end up wasting our time in the wrong relationships and going on a lot of dates that never needed to happen in the first place. So being super clear in a deep way of what you want in a relationship is going to save you so much time, energy, and emotional bandwidth when you're dating. So imagine being able to go on fewer but higher quality dates rather than more but low quality dates. And imagine being able to walk away from relationships or say no to dates confidently without second guessing yourself because you know that that person and that relationship isn't going to fit your lifestyle and what your needs and wants are. And imagine not obsessing with how he feels, but being able to take a step back and consider, hmm, do I even like this person? 
is he going to be able to fulfill my needs and wants as he fit into my life? So continuing to shoot in the dark or have arbitrary standards will keep you feeling like dating is a chore and will continue to be exhausting and demoralizing. And it's not going to lead you to your ideal relationship. This is not how you find meaningful love. So let's stop the guessing game and let's stop shooting in the dark and let's do a dating refresh together. I'm going to help you get clearer than you've ever been before on what you want in your ideal relationship. And we're going to do that in the dating refresh. So get started by heading over to veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. It's all smushed into one word. And as soon as you sign up, I'll give you a short and easy assignment that you can do that will instantly help you get the clarity you need so you can actually have the relationship you want. Then we're going to gather together for a live workshop where I'll give you my personal support so you can get super clear on what your ideal relationship looks and feels like. And not only are we going to do that, I'm going to walk you through some of the top red flags that I think you should look out for that a lot of other people don't really talk about. And we're going to use what you want in your ideal relationship. And I'm going to show you how to actually attract men with those qualities to you and into your life. And by the way, it's all free. So join me. The link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. And I cannot wait to get you started. Thank you for listening to Date Yourself Radio. I love hearing from you, so please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.